what are we standing up for? The ability, the freedom to do what's right as God defines that right. God's the ultimate author of liberty. We don't want government to stand between us and our freedom to do what is right. Hello and welcome back to the Bible Nation podcast. I'm Doug Levesque and joining us today again is Pastor Jason Georges of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Corona, Michigan. Remember the best culture is a Bible culture? It's proven and it works. We're here to talk about how the Bible affects culture. And we think that the Bible affecting culture makes for the best society. It is proven. It does work. And so you can see all of our podcasts, many articles about these and other topics at BibleNation.org. Today we're going to continue with a discussion that we started uh, in our last podcast session on strange change in the Middle East. Since the war, February 24th, Russian invasion of Ukraine, um, everyone's been focused on NATO. Everyone's been focused on issues coming out of that, the price of gas, etc. We've We've discussed the war. We've discussed the economic impacts. But one thing that not a lot of people are really talking about is how overnight, you know, one month, things that were barely a whisper about the Middle East have come to fruition in a big way. In other words, the world's changed. It's being turned upside down. And in the, in the middle is these two wrestling pups, the Arabs and the Jews. And the Middle East has come to a prominence in just a month that we ought to note and, and that we have to say, what's the application? How then do we live in regards to this? And so last time we said that um, since the Russian invasion, there's been a couple of things that have happened. A new military alliance. We started with the Abraham Accords, which was more or less a, a, an economic alliance, but that's turned into meetings in the Negev Desert where Morocco and Bahrain and the UAE and Egypt and Israel and the United States have come together and said, we're going to have our own NATO of the Middle East, if you will. And w where that was just a whisper, it's now become uh, de facto. It's become celebrated. And uh, so this new military alliance is unprecedented, it's overnight, and it's strange. Secondly, we talked about um, that there's a new route for oil. This um, oil pipeline that comes from the Red Sea, the, the, Gulf, the Gulf of Aqaba, uh, across an isthmus in Israel into the Mediterranean uh, that's been basically had a trickle effect in its, its building, its usage, uh, it is now a primary pipeline in the world for 80% of the world's oil that's coming west. And all of a sudden that makes Israel twice as important, twice as powerful, have uh, twice the leverage. And I think maybe by Russia and Ukraine not wanting this to happen, to have their own gas deal, to have their own pipeline into Europe serving European oil needs, by, by making not wanting that to happen and by war taking place, uh, all of a sudden, Israel's the one that might be able to relieve gas prices. <laughs> and so th this has just happened overnight. And then thirdly, we talked about the new role as peacemaker. Uh, Prime Minister of Israel Bennett was the first world leader to go to Moscow and to talk to uh, Putin about peace. And, you know, there's self-interested reasons for that. That was followed by Erdogan in Turkey. And, of course, the peace talks are being held in Turkey. Uh, but it's unprecedented that that, that would be the case. And so overnight, the Middle East has come to, to a huge prominence. A lot of global verbiage is coming out of that place, making it central. 
China is looking there. India, as Pastor George has talked about last time, is looking there. Of course, the United States is looking there as well. Well, that was just half of the topic. So we thought we would continue, mm -hmm. Pastor George, we would continue. And I would just start off that now there's a new way of doing war. Mm -hmm. And so obviously we have technological advancements, and, but I'm not just talking about technological advancements. I'm talking about a Rubicon. We've crossed a Rubicon in warfare, and really it's, it's Israel started it. Turkey continued it with some of Israel's technology that they had previously traded, and then Turkey sold that technology to Ukraine, and Ukraine has had limited success against Russia, who supposedly is a much you know, bigger army and technologically advanced. And that is the new way of doing war is massive drone usage, suicide drones, and not just with a human at the other end, but with artificial intelligence at the other end. In other words, artificial intelligence, a computer program, if you will, is being allowed to um, pick a target and then execute death upon that target. An algorithm. Uh, an algorithm which, of course, could, with the swipe of a keyboard, be turned into innocents, Christians, mm -hmm. Americans. Um, here's a, uh, an article by Times of Israel. Israel decimated by Iranian drone, or excuse me, Israel decimated Iranian drone fleet in February airstrike inside Iran. Now, this preceded the Russian invasion. Mm. Okay, and, and so very little was said about this. But... Iran had a huge drone fleet, um, and yeah, I'm not sure this article has the exact number, but we're talking hundreds of drones that had attacked Israel inside of Iraq, that had uh, attacked uh, other Israeli targets, and Iran sent over scores of drones and destroyed the Iranian drone fleet. Mm. I mean, this is a huge victory for Israel because millions of dollars and everything's... And, and, and they absolutely decimated, just destroyed the Iranian uh, drone fleet. And that, this happens right before uh, Russia attacks. Mm. So in other words, that's got to be one of the factors of what's going on there. And so not only do we have this futuristic drone wars, I mean, it sounds like Star Wars, drone wars, right. clone wars, uh, et cetera, but very effectual. The Ukrainians have had wonderful fortune Game-changing force multiplier. Yes. These drones. Using, I mean, the, so. using Turkish drones. Right. The, the, the Turks at one point were trying under Netanyahu to have peace with Israel and to be allies against mm -hmm. uh, Syria and against Russia, and they shared military technology. And so the, the vaunted Turkish drone technology really is Israeli drone technology right. once removed. And they sold these drones to Ukraine. And so Ukraine, this is the weapon of choice because it's a medium-sized drone and it's able to get, gather intelligence, direct forces, pick targets, and destroy, um, them. And, and destroy them. So so a new term has been entered. I just mm -hmm. heard this last week into mm -hmm. the English lexicon, mm -hmm. the kamikaze drone. Yeah. So the U.S. has given them a thousand or so, you know, hundreds of these mm -hmm. slingshot drones mm -hmm. They look like black tubes. Right. They, they're in a backpack, mm -hmm. and you carry them around. One person can carry it. It is launched. The wings come out, and it is designed. It can stay over target. Mm -hmm. So the generals gush over this. They've yeah. actually been on TV. You could, the, you've been listening to the okay. general pundits now, right. which that's a new phenomenon as well. Mm -hmm. I've been remarkable. I, know, I don't want to get off point, but right. the number of generals who have now become commentators. 
Yes. We have every every yes. broadcast, and that was yeah. That's not what we do. Yeah. In the past, generals kind of did their work and yeah. stayed up, but now they're po- public figures, right. political figures. Right. Okay. Uh, and but they're gushing over the slingshot technology yeah. and and what the value of it is. It's we've never been able to have a munition that can stay on target. It can pause. Yeah. It can come over target. Yeah. And it can identify it's a target, and then you don't have to worry about saving it. It's yeah. disposable. And and it, and it not just to you know to blow up a huge area, but to target an individual, because these things get overhead, and now they can listen to radios, uh, cell phones. They have facial recognition, right? Um, and so, even if a Russian general, this is this has happened. This is why Russia has lost like eight generals or colonels, huge commanders, because they they put aside the radio because like the the radio is killing them, and they pick up a cell phone from a Ukrainian that they stole or killed, right? But their their voice recognition is yep. on that, or their face recognition, because right. we all say our phones are listening to us and watching us and probably taking pictures of us as, right. as well. And that's happening, and so the drone that's already overhead is just is just kind of getting positive, positive, positive kill. Right. It's been programmed to do so, and so the drone technology coupled with the communications interceptions, and what you said, the logarithm of an AI that says kill, you know, kill uh, shot, is decimating leaders, and that's freezing them. That's right. freezing the other leaders. You know, creating a, a new fear. There's not a whole lot of ways to combat that when you're out there at the time well and what we haven't seen yet at yeah. least we haven't seen recorded yeah. is so we're seeing these one-offs mm-hmm. but if you've been to any kind of show lately mm-hmm. or uh, fire even fireworks shows mm-hmm. they're using now mass drones and s- synchronized yeah. flying information mm-hmm. one computer is controlling 100 drones and right. they can put images in the right. sky with the drones you say at the olympics yeah okay that's weapon technology. Yes. I mean, so yeah. so imagine a swarm of drones over a population, over a convoy, and simultaneously can attack. Right. And uh, massive destruction. Yes. And so the power that is unleashed, and I and I think, you know, the 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 danger here, or the moral thing is here, is that we've taken the human out of killing. Yes. And so even. It's an algorithm making a decision. It's no longer a moral. It's always moral, right. but it's no longer nor nor. Uh, now it's no longer a moral agent mm-hmm. making a moral decision. Right. And a computer programmer, mm-hmm. as he's programming the algorithm, is not making. He is not. He's not living with the gravity of his moral decisions. Right. And so, at the end of the day, a, a, a soldier with a rifle with another human being in his sights. And he's about to take that life mm-hmm. requires, you know, a justification for war in that own person's heart and mind. Otherwise, he's a murderer. Right. So he, you know, now you could be on the wrong side of history and be right. wrong, but you have to go through that process in your mind. And AI, and of course, the AI that they're doing now is learning AI. Yeah. So the computer, the programmer is disconnected from the programmer. Yeah. So now the computer can make decisions right. Outside of human. So hopefully there's a kill switch where somebody can control that and stop it. Well, that was the whole Terminator movies. Yeah. That, and, <laughs> and, and and hence my point. We're right. there. We're we, there. We, we've crossed the Rubicon. We've gone past a point of no return. Skynet now. exists. And so the, the Russian stalled trucks weren't just because a munition blew something up or even a suicide drone blew it up, but because they could monitor what was going on. And so they had to shut down their communications which froze them in place. Right. The other thing is, is we have electromagnetic pulse technology to where 
these drones can, you know, target a communication truck and shut it down. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's not really the weapons truck, it's the communications truck that all the other vehicles are moving on. Mm -hmm. And so if it can't move, nobody else can move. And so, you know, that sounds cool. It sounds mm -hmm. technological. It sounds bloodless. But um, it, it has the potential to be really, really dangerous. You know, even if a, if a guy driving a, or flying a, a bomber decides, ah, there's too many variables, there's, there's right. civilians it's down there, safe. I'm not going to drop these bombs. Right. And, of course, we've had situations where men did that. But uh, I'm not going to drop these bombs, whereas AI could, would, and would call it a success. Right. And we're, we're at that point where we don't just have nation scrambling itself against nation and throwing you know, the lily white innocence of youth into and destroying a generation of youth, et cetera, et cetera. We're getting, you know, we don't even need a nuke. We, we have technological advancement that can destroy society and take us back right. to the stone age and kill innocence as someone defines innocent as evil. And listen, and not, and not to uh, get too Hollywood here, yeah. but you know, Matthew Broderick right. predicted in that, remember that old 1980s movie war games? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the computers were already, yeah playing world war yes. geopolitical geo yeah. thermal yeah. nuclear war and the computer had already surmised right had already come to the conclusion that its definition of victory required the demise of the united states yeah and had already come to that conclusion yeah. well the other thing with this technology and, and this is a little bit mm -hmm. off topic but it's already entering policing here in the united states mm -hmm. and so the the use of drones mm -hmm. uh we with the things that we're involved with are sometimes at events and we have our own drones there to take aerial photography. Mm -hmm. And so we become sensitive and we always, we'll look up and like, there's a drone up there. Whose is that? Yeah. And we've been in consultation with the local sheriff department, right. like, and they're, they're scrambling because they don't know whose it is yeah. or sometimes it's theirs. Right. And it's, it's a whole nother, right. you know, Yeah. A lot wave. of it's, 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 it's cool and fun and benign and entertainment value and da, 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 da. But we're seeing now that this is a new way of doing war, right. which is dangerous. Right. And so, um, you know, we like to say, well, I mean, I'm glad the Israelis are on our side, but the Israelis are on everybody's side. The mm -hmm. Israelis are providing security uh, and weaponry to everybody, like I said, like to Turkey. And mm -hmm. so that goes into uh, Ukraine and where all of a sudden they're not taking Biden's calls. And, yeah, they're letting us in at the table, but all, we're not the driver of of the new NATO in the Middle East. And so that puts us on the outs. Maybe we're in the target of the new drone AI. The leader, the leader of the free world. Mm -hmm is becoming a diminishing term. Yes. Well, it's, you know, it used to be the president of the United States. That's what I'm saying. But, the but, leader of the free but world. But Zelensky's kind of setting himself up that way or calling for a new right. one. And so all of a sudden you have new rounds of new world order, new rounds of, of calls for right. uh, the, the new world order. Uh, here's the New York Times. Iran's attack uh, on Israel, secret Israeli base, to secret Israel, uh, it was a response to the secret Israeli attack on its drone bases. So the, mm -hmm. the news came out American news came out and said, oh, there's, you know, they, they, the Iranians launched missiles at Americans in northern Iraq. That was the initial news. That was wrong. It wasn't Americans. It was Israelis. Why was that misconstrued or come out that way? Because it's media warfare. It's mm -hmm. a new way of doing war. The reality was, is it was drones going back and forth. It wasn't missiles. So they're giving misinformation because they're trying to hide this new war. They're trying to hide the media war. They're trying to hide the drone war. They're yep. trying to hide the technological and AI war. But that's exactly what's going on. And, of course, all of this preceded what was going on. So Russia invading Israel was not the first step. Or excuse me, Russia invading Ukraine 
was not the first step to what's going on. Mm -hmm. The first step was in the Middle East, and somehow Russia and Ukraine was manipulated in a response to that. The Middle East is involved there through its technology and its peace efforts, and at the same time is having peace talks and new military alliances. And so that's why I say strange change in the Middle East, because the, the change is not just Russia, NATO, Europe, Ukraine. The change is that everything is Middle East centric. Mm -hmm. That's that's what happened in just like 30 days. All of a sudden, it's like emerged right like in, in into that. And, and that Israel is the innovator of these technologies. I mean, yeah. even Ukraine wanted Israel Iron Dome. Yes. You know, so they are. So now they're the gatekeepers. Once last time we talked about oil, yeah. But now they're they're the you know they're yeah. they're another Hollywood reference. Yeah. They're the proverbial uh, Tony Stark of the yes of the military industrial complex yes. of here's the technology yes to to they're the, and they'll sell to I mean a weapons manufacturer will yeah. sell to who they want to to the highest bidder and and, and they have right the, the, the news coming out last night was that. Since Israel has lost its conservative um, majority uh, because their their whip resigned, uh, that's going to put the liberals in control, and all of a sudden, China is who Israel is looking to for trade. China has told all the Middle East, "We'll give you anything in our military arsenals for uh, fuel, for fossil fuels," mm. and so all of a sudden, America has become secondary, and China has become large because of, and I hate to say this, not just Biden's incompetence, but because of uh, the danger that the leftist and woke views yeah. are to everyone else. Right. Everyone, I mean, China and Russia, they might fund these woke views, but they know, I mean, Communist Manifesto, that's just stupid. Mm -hmm. And that's just going to destroy the greatness of America. So they don't, they don't put no. up with it. They don't put up with wokeness. They just fund it. Uh, yeah. America's demise right now, or yeah. diminishing, yeah. is self-inflicted. Oh, absolutely. It's, we are absolutely. we are dissolving from the inside. Yes. And so, you know, why? Because we've been convinced that Amer that the world is better if America is not excellent. Right. And yet, the the safety of the world. If you're going to trust the safety, you know, America is yeah. not perfect. Right. But American exceptionalism and that yeah. concept and that belief. Uh, has preserved freedom. Yeah. Has preserved the free and so, will. And so, you know, the idea from everybody, even in America, was that Trump had his finger over the button and was crazy and was a Nazi and he was ready to push it on everybody. Right. You know, and so he stepped over the line in North Korea and looked Kim Jong-un in the face. And, you know, if he was still president, Russia would have never done this. Yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, remember the Saudis received Donald Trump like he was God Almighty right. when he got into office. It was the greatest reception of any world leader ever. Another and Trump tower. Yeah, because they, you know, and then Israel was grateful for the yeah. things that, that, that Trump did. And so it was too strong. And so, you know, the, the, the Democrats burned down the house. They burned down the election process. They burned cities. They, they burned the whole house down in order to get Trump out and take power. But all they could put there was Biden and Harris. They probably wanted to put someone else, but right. it only worked out the thing. So now they've got to build the house back. And I think probably guys like Putin have said, now's our best opportunity but, but, to do this. And uh, and and so, you know, to totally goes, off topic though, yeah. but the President Obama was yeah. just with President yeah. Biden yeah. and they were in the same room. Mm -hmm. And when they're in the same room, Biden is a big nothing burger yeah. in Obama, Obama's oh, yeah. Even Harris was yeah. gushing 
Yeah. Over and they had that little gaffe about Mr. Vice President, and mm-hmm. then come it, come to find out it wasn't a gaffe. It right. was, I mean, so yep. there. Unfortunately, right now in America, there's a lot of nothing. Le- at best, yeah, there's a lot of nothing this leading. Is, this it. is what we talk about a lot: is that you can have someone in a position of authority that isn't the leader, right? And that's what you've got. You've yes. got Biden is in a position of authority, but he's not the leader. And if Obama is, and I don't think Obama is, but you know, you know, Obama was the one that leaned over in an interview with Putin and said, in my second term, I'll right. be able to have more leverage to do what we want to do. It was like, well, who are you taking orders from Putin? Are you guys in bed together? What's going on there? You know? Right. And so Putin's been involved the whole time, but now is the time at American weakness for him to make his move. And I think Israel and these Arab nations also know that. Mm-hmm. And so the elephant in the room is that America's over here drowning Right. And now we've got to create this new thing. So let's move, let's move on yeah, from yeah. a new way to doing war to a new challenge to national sovereignty. Again, we go back to February 22nd in the news. Uh, and here's the, here's the cry. Russia, quote, doesn't recognize Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights. And um, so basically, right before troops roll over the border, this is their big statement. Mm-hmm. In other words... This is America on our border. We're fighting America on our border, and we're extending our border to the Golan Heights. And Israel recognizes that. And um, so overnight and inside of a month, uh, Israel's national sovereignty that, of course, Trump recognized uh, is is being challenged. Here's another article from Jerusalem Post. Russia takes issue with Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights and Jerusalem. Russia doesn't recognize Israel's sovereignty over Golan Heights that are part of that are part of Syria, Russian deputy ambassador says. So this is not just an idea to push America back or to invade and take parts of Ukraine. This is an initiative from the get-go to destroy the narrative on Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights and Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And, Isra- and Russia has declared war over it. This is World War III. Yes. This is World War III. And Russia has stated these intentions, albeit benignly, you know, but they're there, and they're, they're, the mainstream media isn't really making this any sort of effort. But all these small issues, a new military alliance, a new route for oil, a new role as peacemaker, a new way of doing war, and a new challenge to national sovereignty really is spelling the, the picture at what else is going on here. What, you know, what else is going well, on here? Well, and Go when you say that, what it, what it invokes is the history, you know, you say this is World War Three, Right. And, of course, World War is in the eye of the beholder, sure, right? Sure. Okay, so Hitler mm-hmm. was playing World War II before the rest of the world realized we're playing World War II right. here. I right. mean, so right. he invades Poland. He comes, and people, there's appeasement. There's appeasement. Yeah. There's think we're going to hold them up. There's containment. Right. Uh, and yet, they thought, if we could just hold them back, and right. yet, if, if you're at There's Time Magazine saying Hitler's Man of the Year in yes. 1939. Yeah. yeah, like, so, you know, sooner or later, we got to start playing the same game here. Yes. We, we got to start getting on this. And I, I don't mean to, you know, no. we, we've always challenged leadership, whether it was on left or right, because from, from a biblical perspective, but right. man, Biden seems like a child in a toy store. Right. And, you know, it's not that like with Trump, he might push the button with Biden. It's there's, there's no way he'll push any button. Right. He's just, it's just he's, he's not going to be the one that, that does it. He's going to, I was listening to one Russian analyst who yeah. was saying, you know, that, and, and we're afraid to take yeah. this calculated risk. Right. And this is the and this is a U.S. foreign policy right now with Russia, is we don't want to be provocative. Right. We don't, we don't want. But that. But we're 
basing that on the idea that they're playing by the same rules we are, the same ethic we are. Right. And this analyst was saying mm -hmm. that basically Putin, when you say, I am not, I am not going to bring in, we are not going to have air superiority, then what Putin hears is an invitation to have air superiority. Right. Like, right. he... He will he will go to the open spot. Yeah. And, and so this analyst was saying what you have to say is no, no air superiority. What are you yeah. gonna do about that? Yeah. And but no one wants to take that calculated risk because right. the the because of the nuclear deterrent. Yeah. Because what happens if you're wrong? Right. What happens if he calls your bluff on it? Yeah. Z Zelensky has given up on NATO. Europe and the United States and NATO have offered Ukraine on the altar of, well, we hope it doesn't go any farther than that. Mm -hmm. We hope it stops at the Dnieper and that you, there's some port of Ukraine that's still left. I mean, that's pretty much well established. Mm -hmm. And that's given India and China and others, well, we can play the middle. Mm -hmm. And the Middle East is saying, well, we, there's, it's not strong enough on the West. We got to now play, play the middle. And so overnight, you know, that's... Um, well, and, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, well, not unfortunately, yeah. fortunately or whatever, yeah. you know, the the uselessness of the UN is being seen in this whole thing oh, yeah. because the yeah. UN by charter was supposed to prevent this from happening. Yeah, and you know, of course you know, have Russia on with veto power on the Human Rights Commission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know Putin does know if we launch nukes, we got to deal with someone else launching nukes. Oh yeah. But Zelensky is almost in more of a position that if I get a nuke, I'm going to use it. Sure. So I mean, it's just a dangerous situation altogether, and I think. I think the this new alliance and these new changes in the Middle East, they're much more aware of what's going on than we are. They're playing the game better than we are at this point. We're still over here right. on the outs. We've been we've been played to where the the initiative we don't have the initiative. We're in response mode. Right. Um, and it's our own fault for sure. It's it's you know, our own judgment or God's judgment upon us. Well, the last thing I have here is new challenge of national sovereignty and and then therefore a new world order summit. Mm. Russia and China are coming out saying we need a new world order and they want it to be Russia, China based. Uh, India's using the term. Uh, these uh, Middle East Asian meetings in the UAE are using the term. We're using the term. Biden's using the term. Europe's using the term. But they all have this a little bit different idea. But the one thing that's tying all those different ideas together is this Klaus Schwab idea yeah. of let's make it a central corporation. Let's function like a central corporation that creates new rules for these new uh, orders. Uh, national, uh, uh, the nationalnews.com. Can the Middle East be the center of the post-pandemic world? The Arab world uh, can once again be the place for new ideas and talents as we seek solutions for an uncertain future. And of course, all the guy does is he's quoting Carl, uh, Klaus Schwab mm -hmm. from the meeting that, that just took place in the UAE where they're all saying new world order and peace. Klaus Schwab is, is the giant in the room and he's the one that's kind of And when you bring COVID in, now you're talking great reset. And you're talking great reset. Uh, here's another article. This one is from the Atlantic Council.org. Um, dispatch from Dubai. The world isn't ready for this new world order. Mm. In other words, we're defining the world order the world's not ready for it. There's something yet that has to happen. You know, COVID has brought us close. The Ukraine uh, invasion, Russian-Ukraine invasion has brought us close. But there's something else. There's something else that's going to tilt us. In other words, we're the leaning tower of Pisa. One more hit, we're going to fall over. So again, like we said at the beginning, we're not saying this is the end. I'm saying I think this is the beginning of the end. 
Not that I rejoice in that because I don't want to participate in one world government, uh, central authority, uh, non-American sovereignty, um, one uh, or, or a new currency, digital currency or whatever that takes power out of the American people's hands for their own destiny mm -hmm. and ultimately is going to take religious liberty away. Sure. And, and that's the kind of thing that the Bible does paint the picture uh, of the evil uh, that's in, coming in latter days. And so it's not coming, it's here. And that's what they're saying. This new world order, here it is. We all agree on it, but the world's not ready for it. So we have to push the world some more. Mm -hmm. And so the, the Middle East gets it. They seem to be at the leverage point. They seem to have the reins more than Europe, maybe even more than China. China's courting the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And so this is the new dynamic world order. And they're saying the world's not ready to bow to Jerusalem and, and Dubai. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're right. So what else has to happen? You know, we've always said probably the U.S. has to be out of the way entirely because Europe can be manipulated. Eurasia could be manipulated. Africa and South America probably are not, you know, but American dominance mm -hmm. and American influence is waning. Yeah. So yeah. Th those things are happening. We're getting there. Right. And of course, this is what we would tell, you know, uh, Christians who wonder if there really is going to be a rapture or not, that if there's a rapture, that's definitely going to affect America as much as probably more than any other nation. You would like to believe that. We would like to believe that. Yeah. And that then the power base is gone. Definitely a right. tax base is gone. Right. Definitely the salt and moral base is going to be gone. The moral base is what's. And so, um, so out of this, uh, this, this, this new flower that's bloomed in the desert between Arab and Jew. And by the way, we talked about the fact that they're talking about uh, not just a, uh, you know, the, the Arab summit or Arab brotherhood, or whatever they're talking religious put together as well, mm -hmm. that, that somehow we got to come together. I'll do what we're going to do in the name of Abraham. Mm -hmm. And, and so a religious unity is there as well. And I don't even have that on the list. Well, and we, but, but we there. talked about that last yeah. time we were together, this yeah. whole Ukraine thing yeah. is preceded by this split between the Russian Orthodox church and the mm -hmm. Ukrainian Orthodox, that yeah. there is a holy, <laughs> underpinning yeah. to this there's a, a religious underpinning to this yeah and that's very that's very potent and that's very yeah. powerful and of course uh, the secularists would say if we could have one world religion yeah. uh, we would end wars because war religion supposedly has been the the at the foot of every war the, the vatican has said you know let's have jerusalem be an international city the vatican will govern it you know, so the Vatican said that. Well, Russian Orthodoxy is very prevalent in Jerusalem mm -hmm. and in Israel. Mm -hmm. You know, the St. Catherine's Ma Monastery where the Vaticanus, the, you know, was found. Mm -hmm. um, that was a Russian yeah. Orthodox monastery. Mm -hmm. uh, Russian Orthodox monasteries in Jerusalem are in very prominent positions as well. Orthodoxy plays a big role. And so, you know, Putin would in a sense say, I'm the arbitrator. I'm the... the um, you know, the lion that's going to protect that. Just as the Church of England says that, you know, the king is the protector, or the queen mm -hmm. is the protector of the church. Um, so there's a lot of dynamics in play in Russia and Ukraine and Europe and the United States in the Vatican. Um, but one that we didn't see, the, the card up the sleeve that we didn't see that just gave four aces on mm -hmm. the table is that the Middle East has just bloomed to a position that is not going to diminish again. Right. We're not going to see it. We're not going to accept it. This is 
you know, anti-Semitism isn't just anti-Jewishness. Mm -hmm. Shem is where Arabs came from, mm -hmm. is where Jews came from. And so anti-Semitism is this idea of we don't want Middle East. the Middle East. And so, you know, now Israel and, and the Arabs aren't friends. They're not, no. But they're both using this as leverage with each other, as they did in, in Rome, as they did with Persia, as they did with Babylon. But, but riches make friends. Yeah, but I'm saying is this, is this has been played out through all the world mm -hmm. empires, and it's being played out again in <clears throat> the ten toes, you know, of Daniel's mm -hmm. vision. And the ten toes here are probably going to be these re regions that all say we want the new world order mm -hmm. in our own flavor, in our own you know, union. And so but it's subdivision. Or so they, the United States has to come down off its lofty perch to right. become just one of those right. uh, toes. So is prophecy being fulfilled? Uh, you know, absolutely. But we've always kind of known this and known that some direction of, you know, this was going to happen. But what's, what's strange is that this change has happened overnight. Yeah. And only God can do that. Yeah. That that's not a bald-headed guy in a room with a white cat, you know, in a, in a wheelchair, who is you know the uh, the antithesis of James Bond. And he's mm -hmm. he's you know we all think that there's this human collusion and conspiracy theory that's making all this happen. No, this is from the devil himself. It's right. it's a devilish collusion, and he doesn't put off all these airs and all these blooms saying evil, evil, evil. He puts them off all saying good, good, good. Men shall do what's right in their own minds. Right. And he's appealing to that um, using the division, but then calling it unity and peace. Right. And the fact that it's coming to bloom in, in, in the Middle East, that Klaus Schwab is there, that you know everybody's hailing him. I'm just saying we ought to now be testing the winds, listening, watching, and saying what's coming out of the Middle East. Right. And and watch as we, you know, as we get ready to wrap this up. Yeah. The the come the trembling cup of Jerusalem. Yes. I mean, so here is this, you know, the imagine what the Bible, you know, Zechariah says, Behold, the Lord says, I will make Jerusalem mm. a cup of trembling yeah. unto all the people round about mm -hmm. uh, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And so Imagine the goblet, it's on the table in mm -hmm. Jerusalem, and the world trembles mm -hmm. and it, it shakes. Mm -hmm. So that's what, what the Bible is telling us there, watch that goblet, mm -hmm. watch the trembling yes. of that goblet. Yes. And so uh, it's, Jerusalem is a, a cup of trembling and it's always in the middle, mm -hmm. it's the epicenter. So it's always been that, but like it's doubling down and doubling down. By right. being a nation, it's doubling down. By being the center of oil, by being the center of so-called peace talks, by being the center of, uh, of so-called reset, brain drain, right. new world order. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be the ones that perpetuate and handle this sort of peace. You're right. It is sucking in the whole world whether they want to or not. Americans, are they, they don't really pay attention to what's going on. They just know, yeah, that Putin's bad because he went and Zelensky's a hero because all they know is the Hollywood elements of it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, those guys both play the Hollywood elements mm -hmm. of it. But, you know, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and then that's, that leads the news for three days in the mm -hmm. midst of what's going on. And so everybody has an opinion and everybody's talking about that. And, and you know, that is a thing, but it's nothing in comparison to the shifts. And so right. it's like a big magic trick. Look over here at what's going on. And so people need to look at what's going on and not just listen or understand it from some media outlet, right. you know, even us. They need to grab hold of their Bible and begin to understand what God says is the world stage and how the world stage will be 
And, and as much as I've done that, as much as I'm looking, I find this absolutely amazing. Like mm -hmm. this has happened in a way that I didn't even see, that I didn't even Ukraine wasn't coming. on our lips. Ukraine wasn't on our lips. And certainly as we're watching Russia and Ukraine, it's a Will Smith slap to Chris Rock. Right. In comparison to the strange changes that just overnight happened in, in the Middle East, making it, making Jerusalem the epicenter, like you said. Right, right. Uh, of, of which, which is amazing to think about because, you know, the definition of a globe, which mm -hmm. is what the earth is, mm -hmm. excuse all the, the, the yeah. flat earthers there, there yeah. that might be listening. Yeah. Um, okay. the, the definition of a globe, right? We got one on the desk there, yeah. is that all points are equal. Right. Right? Yeah. So only God can make a place the center of the globe. Right. Because the definition of a globe is why is why Israel why is the longitude and latitude of Israel any more significant yeah. than the longitude latitude of Washington D.C. Right. or of uh, uh, Chile right. or uh, you know mm -hmm. uh, of Africa? Why what makes it more? Mm -hmm. It's a globe, mm -hmm. equal equal points, right? Yeah. Especially a place that the Bible says is not much to look at or yeah. to think about, yeah. Yeah. and yet God can make it. Yeah. God the epicenter. says it's beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole world. And yet we've been there, yeah. And it's maybe not as pretty as the Rocky Mountains, yeah, God, or the Pacific Ocean. God has a unique perspective of beauty. He's got a unique perspective of beauty. So we're being drawn to that, whether we want to or not. Exactly. And while we're looking at war, and we're looking at Hollywood, and we're looking at all these different things, the reality is all this has changed overnight. We've got a new reality on the ground. We could call it strange, but it's providential. We can say evils at work, but ultimately, God always is in control of what's yeah. going on. So he, he, there, there's no threat here. There's no danger. One thing that we should do is not get turned inside, outside, upside down. Yeah, yeah. We should have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We should have joy. We have the answers to what the world's going through and where their hope is. And so let's be bold with our King Jesus. Mm -hmm. That seems like a myth to many people. That's kind of the word they're using today. That's the mythology of Christianity. Mm -hmm. But, man, not to us. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a final word today, Pastor Georges. Yeah, no, no. I, I, mean, I second what we're talking about. We're talking about here... Here, Jerusalem is is the the, the epicenter mm -hmm. of all that's going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, to the believer, it's a comfort. Um, well, mm -hmm. our to kind of take the idea from our friend Vishal Magnawadi. Yeah, uh -huh. you know the book that made your world. Yeah, everyone is caught in this tractor beam. Yeah, of God's design. Yeah. Now, to the believer, to the Bible advocate, it's a it's a warm blanket. Yeah. God's providence is a yeah. warm blanket. This yeah. is. There's much security knowing that God's in charge. Yeah. That's why I can deal with these things. Yeah. But even to the skeptic, even to the skeptic, our challenge to you would be try to define a world, try to get outside of the context of a world that is not influenced, defined, and being motivated mm -hmm. by biblical thought. And you can't. You 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 might hate it. You might disagree with it. You might not even want to believe in it. Right. But even the fable has its clutches upon you. If yeah. The Bible is nothing more than yeah. a fable. It has its clutches upon you, yeah. and even the highest, you know, the Hitchens of the world, the, right. the, the high atheist intellects have not been able to escape <laughs> its gravitational right. pull. Right, that's true. And, um, you know, ultimately, when we talk about these things and we talk about the players, you know, we're not against Russians, we're not against Ukrainians, we're oh. not against uh, Jews, we're not against uh, Arabs. And that we're not overtly pro-Israel in the sense of, like, national, we're not like, yeah. like and, 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 and the we are is, in the is, biblical sense. Is I, You know, I'm not really against the man Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, I, I almost feel sorry for him to some extent, you know, because he's out there, you know, playing baseball when everyone else is playing football, he's going to get mowed over Poor sort guy. of thing. 
but at the same time, I don't, you know, we don't give them excuses. And that's, you know, that's, that's Americanism. That's patriotism as well. But we're glad to bring these things out to you. We're going to be watching and monitoring these things. Uh, we want to hear back from you. What do you think about the strange changes in, in the Middle East? What is your perspective? We appreciate you watching. Go by BibleNation.org, our website, and uh, give us some feedback. We've got a lot of materials on there for you to look at. And, of course, our, our podcasts. Um, remember the best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven and it works.